Give me a break. I mean, what an embarrassment. And no, I am not talking about my Saints again, who for reasons unknown, they still have Dennis Allen on their payroll. Earlier this morning, I saw where Ron Rivera was fired. I saw where Arthur Smith was fired. Clearly, the Falcons and the Guardians are refusing to settle for mediocrity. The increasingly stubborn Mickey Loomis, this dude is going to make us sit through another miserable season, all in the name of continuity. The embarrassment I'm talking about right now, though, it has nothing to do with my Saints. It's got everything to do with MSNBC. This network is a disgrace. MSNBC, this is no longer a major media outlet. They are no longer reporting the news. If you happen to watch MSNBC over the weekend, you would have thought that you were watching an episode of Woke General Hospital. It looked like a damn soap opera. On Saturdays, MSNBC, they air a show called The Saturday show with Jonathan Capehart. Does this network employ anyone with creativity? Who came up with this name, The Saturday Show? Is it too much to ask to come up with something more creative? How about Toxic Mouth Farts with John Capehart? Well, KC, who is Jonathan Capehart? That's actually a very good question because the vast majority of the country, they could not identify Johnny C in a one-photo lineup. According to his biography, John Capehart, he is a journalist and a television commentator. He writes for the Washington Post, Vomit. In addition to his duties on Saturday at MSNBC hosting the little-known Saturday show, John C., he also hosts a show on MSNBC on Sundays. Guess what it's called. Just take a wild guess. <laughs> the Sunday Show. Four years ago, something called Queer Team Magazine named Jonathan Capehart as one of 50 heroes that were leading America towards equality, acceptance, and dignity for all people. Oh, how nice. I don't know about you guys, but... I love me some equality. Last night when my Pelicans went up by 50 points against the Sacramento Kings, I turned to my girlfriend and said, this isn't very equitable. In the name of equality, this game should end in a tie. That way, no one gets their feelings hurt. And don't most people, if they have a hero, don't most people only have one hero? How can you possibly have 50 heroes? If you need 50 people to look up to for inspiration, that is a you problem. But anyway, Jonathan Capehart hosts a painfully boring show on MSNBC during the weekend. This past weekend, he asked another member of Shitfucks Anonymous to appear on his show. It was captivating television. Two unknown men sitting at a table discussing the news. At one point during the segment, it sounded like a train was rolling through the studio. As it turns out, it wasn't a train. The Lizzo-sized producer had fallen asleep and started snoring. I don't know if you guys know this, but one of the many benefits of body positivity is sleep apnea. If you're looking to tear down a wall in your home, don't worry about calling a contractor. Call a Lizzo. That wall will come down after a few hours of heavy snoring. John C. and this other dude with a neck tattoo, they were attempting to entertain the few dozen people who were watching MSNBC on Saturday. Like all soap operas, each actor, they were given a role to play. Neck tattoo, he was playing the part of the grizzled hero, the man who saved the day. 
Jonathan Capehart, he was playing the role of the sensitive man who offers emotional support and is not afraid to fake cry on television. On this particular episode of Woke General Hospital, they were filming a scene that covered one of the most current news stories that everyone's talking about. Well, Casey, were they talking about Pat McAfee and his problems with ESPN? No, no, they weren't. Were they talking about Black Monday in the NFL? No, and by the way, you're no longer allowed to call it Black Monday. That could get you charged with mythical racism under the guidelines of the first Woke Commandment. John Capehart and his neck tattoo, they were talking about January 6th. <laughs> Let me ask you something. How many of you guys realize that this past Saturday was the three-year anniversary of January 6th? Or what people at MSNBC like to call the insurrection? Seriously though, how many of you guys realize that? I know I didn't. I wasn't invited to the anniversary party. Guess my invitation was lost in the mail. I would be willing to bet most people failed to realize that this past Saturday was the three-year anniversary. Why? Because no one cares anymore. Everyone's moved on, except for the people at MSNBC. Apparently, Neck Tattoo, he was one of the heroes that day who saved our Capitol building from the insurrectionist. Obviously, this man, he deserves to be honored for his bravery. Thank you, sir, for saving our uncorruptible politicians from all those people waving American flags. John Capehart, he decided to honor this brave hero by inviting him on his program. Now, I'm sure they intended for this to be a serious segment. I could tell by the way they scripted the scene, they really wanted the viewers to feel the trauma. They wanted the viewers to feel the pain, the agony of that fateful day three years ago. Problem for MSNBC? This scene was acted out so poorly, it actually turned into a comedy. The only pain that the viewers were feeling was the pain in their boodle from laughing their ass off. Watch for yourself. I'm going to try to get through this. Um, thank you for what you did three years ago today. Um, please tell me your thoughts um, on this third anniversary. We are uh, still in the midst of the, the same fight that began uh, on January 6th. Is it any wonder why no one takes MSNBC seriously? I mean, this was embarrassing. If you were going to script a traumatic scene, you could have at least hired professional actors instead of semi-professional actors. MSNBC markets themselves as a cable news network. You've got one of your weekend anchors breaking down into fake tears live on the air over something that happened three years ago? Look, I don't agree with what happened on January 6th. I know there are a lot of theories as to who was to blame for it. But either way, you know, it wasn't a good look for the country. And the dude with the neck tattoo, he's absolutely right. We are in the same political climate today that we were three years ago when this happened. But that doesn't mean I'm going to come on here and fake cry about it. This segment on MSNBC, it reeks of inauthenticity. Some doofus pretending to get emotional over something that happened three years ago just to get a reaction from the audience. That segment with Jonathan Capehart, though, 
It was not the only embarrassment for MSNBC this weekend. 24 hours later, Mehdi Hassan stepped up to the plate to deliver another polished turd. You guys remember Mehdi, right? Talked about him a couple of months ago. I think it was around Thanksgiving. He's the guy that hosted a show on weekends until MSNBC decided to cancel it. Executives at MSNBC, they gave the usual excuses for canceling the show. Budget cuts, low ratings. And, you know, I'm sure that was part of it. But I think the real reason MSNBC canceled Mehdi Hassan, he was too radical for the most radical network in cable news. Just think about that. Your views have got to be fucked up for it to make executives at MSNBC uncomfortable. Back in November, when MSNBC announced they were canceling Media Sun, they claimed that he would still be welcome at the network. They would still be donating a portion of his woke welfare for him to make appearances as a contributor. And every once in a while, when Joy Reid's broom runs out of gas, Media Sun could step in as a guest host. At the time, I was skeptical of this. In most cases, when someone gets demoted, they don't remain at the network. I thought MSNBC was firing Media Sun, and they were just trying to save face because they didn't want to be accused of mythical racism. Well, last night, Media Hassan confirmed these suspicions. Last night was his final show at MSNBC. Towards the end of the show, Media Hassan took a few moments to say goodbye to the handful of people who were sleeping on their couch. To the surprise of no one, he also announced that he was leaving the network. I refuse to be demoted. I refuse to be disrespected. I'm Media Hassan. Damn it. I drive a Dodge Stratus. <laughs> Watch for yourself. I've decided that it's time for me to look for a new challenge. Tonight is not just my final episode of the Mehdi Hassan show. It's my last day with MSNBC. Yes, I've decided to leave. To be clear, I am so proud, so, so proud of what we've achieved on this show, on this network. And I can't thank you all enough for tuning in and for your support. Man, that was some good acting. I like how Media Hassan is acting like this was all his decision. I need a new challenge. I decided to leave. Um, that's not how I recall. I don't remember this being your decision. It's not your decision to leave when your key card no longer works. Not your decision to leave when security no longer allows you to enter the building. I'm pretty sure that means you're fired. MSNBC canceled you. You didn't quit. And what was he talking about when he said, I'm so proud of what we accomplished? Um, what did you accomplish? I'll admit, I've never watched the Media Sun show. Matter of fact, I had never even heard of it until MSNBC announced that they were canceling it. Hell, they didn't even need to make an announcement. They could have removed this show from the schedule and no one would have noticed. I'm sure Media Sun will land on his feet. Even though I don't agree with his political views, he seems like an eloquent speaker. Maybe he'll land another job at Al Jazeera where his views on Hamas will be more accepted. I've got a feeling, though, that MSNBC canceled Media Sun because they were getting pressure from their sponsors. I'm not going to dive into his long history of being against Israel again. We covered all that in the first video a couple of months ago. But 
I would imagine that Mediasan's views on Israel weren't well received from sponsors at MSNBC, many of which are probably Jewish themselves. Funny thing about Jewish people, they don't like to support people who don't want them to exist. They're kind of sensitive that way. But anyway, give me your thoughts on all this. Jonathan Capehart pretends to cry on MSNBC about January 6th, something that happened three years ago. Do you think it was orchestrated? Was anything about that segment authentic? Also, Mediasan claims it was his decision to leave MSNBC after they decided to cancel his show. Does anyone really care about Mediasan? I know I don't, but let me know what you think. Sound off in the comments below. Like, subscribe, share the video. I appreciate each one of you guys and your continued support. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys later.